Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I want to talk about when you divorce the narcissist. All right. This has to be one of the biggest nightmares anybody can go through. How do I know? I was that person and I went through it. All right. So here's a couple of tips that I'm going to give you from my own personal experience when you're ready to divorce a narcissist and, you know, what you need to be prepared for and everything like that. Okay. It's one thing to be in a relationship with a narcissist and, you know, you're not married, you know, and you don't have kids and you could be like, oh, oh, bye. All right. And see you later. And that's it. We talk about no contact. That's it. They are RIP. But when you have children with a narcissist or you divorce a narcissist, and now you've got to take legal action when you're dealing with a narcissist. First of all, there's a couple of things that you have to do, all right? You got to recognize what kind of narcissist you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a malignant narcissist who can be very dangerous and you feel threatened in any which way, you have to be in a safe haven and you don't let the narcissist know that you're planning on divorcing them or leaving them because when you're ready to leave somebody that's violent like that or a malignant narcissist, that's when you're the most in danger. So you have to have a plan before you leave the narcissist, where you're going to go, how you're going to support yourself, how you're going to protect yourself, whatever you may need in order to protect yourself from leaving this dangerous malignant narcissist, all right? But when we talk about just generally divorcing a narcissist, let's say a covert narcissist or an overt narcissist, a grandiose narcissist, or a narcissist that we don't feel threatened from, you know, bodily injury or something like that, the steps that you need to take, you guys, is this. You've got to think about your life and you've got to think about, all right, what do I need to do? Where am I going to live? Who am I going, how am I going to support myself? If you have to children, you've got to take into consideration. Now I have to co-parent with the narcissist, Ugh, okay, <laughs> which really sucks because when you divorce a narcissist, it's not a friendly divorce, okay? Most of the time, you are not going to go to a, uh, a mediator and, and have a nice little friendly divorce and say like, oh, okay, you take this. No, that narcissist is going to drag you through the mud. That narcissist is going to do everything they can to make your life miserable, because they're angry about the divorce, okay? They're rejected. You want out. And now guess what? That narcissist is going to make you pay. So what that narcissist is going to do is they'll lie to the court. They'll lie and, and, and make up lies. And they're going to play the victim and make you look bad. This is how they do it. And they're going to delay the process. A lot of times they delay the process. They don't show up for different um, hearings and things like that. And it's very, very frustrating. You have to stay cool. You can't get emotional when you're, when you're divorcing a narcissist. You've got to have a cool head and you've got to do the right thing so that that narcissist doesn't come back and say, well, you know, this person, you know, cursed me out in Texas and, and comes up to the judge and shows all these toxic texts that you may have sent to the narcissist because they created reactive abuse in you where you, you know, you went off on them. Now they've got documented evidence to use against you in court. So one of the things you have to do is watch what you say. 
okay? As a matter of fact, don't say anything to the narcissist unless it has something to do with regard to the children, okay? As far as visitation, um, you know, financial obligations. And this is why it's so imperative that you have good legal counsel, okay? I tell people this all the time. A good attorney will make or break you. So you have to make sure that you have a good attorney. Like when I got divorced, my first attorney, he sucked, all right? He was okay for, you know, a little divorce or whatever. But in my case, I was in court for three years, back and forth battling, okay? Because I was dealing with a difficult covert narcissist that that lied to the judge, all right? That smeared me and tried to drag it out, lied about, you know, the, the health conditions they were doing, uh, claiming, you know, they didn't have money to pay child support, all these different kinds of things that you deal with, okay? And, you know, not paying the money. You know, a lot of times when you divorce a narcissist, they're going to play games with money. They're going to play games with not picking up the kids. These are all the fun things that you have to look forward to. But you will have your peace in time. When you divorce the narcissist, you're going to have that feeling of, ah, I can breathe again, okay? I don't have somebody walking around, you know, criticizing everything I do. I don't have to look at that miserable face on the couch, you know, giving me the silent treatment because I said something they didn't like. And now they're giving me the silent treatment and trying to control me. So I have to be afraid to open my mouth or something like that. And a lot of times when you're divorcing a, a toxic narcissist, you're divorcing that toxic narcissist family who, believe me, goodbye, good luck, good riddance. Because a lot of times these narcissists, their families are toxic as well, all right? The fruit don't fall far from the tree. So you don't have to deal with these people. But these these people, their family and everything, that's going to be the narcissist cheerleaders when they're battling you and divorcing you and everything like that. So here's here's what I recommend you guys. If you have to deal with your ex and you're going through the divorce proceedings or something like that, only deal with them by text. Do not get on the phone with somebody who's an asshole narcissist, okay? Because they're going to try to insult you. They are going to try to trigger you and everything like that. And Try not to get triggered by them because they want to upset you. They want to make your life hell. They'll threaten you and say things like, uh, oh, you'll never get the kids or you'll never see the kids or something like that. They're going to use the kids as pawns in a divorce, okay? And when they start taking those kids on visitation and everything like that, they're going to badmouth you and disparage you to those children and make you out to be the bad guy. It's your fault for the divorce. And they're going to play like they're the victim to the children. They want the children initially to, to sympathize with them. Okay? So understand this. There's nothing you could do about that, what they could say. But if you find out that they are disparaging you to the children, you can bring that up in court, okay? Nobody's allowed to disparage the other parent to the children, all right? That's why you need a good lawyer. But when you go through all these divorce proceedings and everything like that, the biggest tip I could give you is, number one, cover your ass. 
Do what you have to do that's right, all right? Don't play games. Because if you play games, in other words, let's say the narcissist is supposed to show up to pick up the kids and you don't have the kids ready or you're trying to hold the kids back from seeing them or something like that, that's going to make you look like you're not cooperative. And I got news for you. The judge is not going to like that. All right. Judges see this every single day. Every single day they see the bullshit. So you want to do, you want to fly straight and narrow so that you could show that you're not doing anything wrong. Even if you hate that narcissist guts, all right, like most of us do, even if you hate that narcissist guts, you still have to do the right thing by the children because a court, the number one thing a court is worried about is what is in the best interest of the children. They don't care about the nonsense you say about the narcissist or the narcissist says about you. They don't care, okay? Judges don't care. What they care about is what is in the best interest for the children, all right? Understand that. So you want to show that you're doing everything that you could do that is in the best in, uh, in the best interest for your child. And if the narcissist is not doing what they're supposed to be doing, document, document, document. When you are divorcing a narcissist, the key is to document everything. When they send you a nasty text and they're calling you names, okay, they're calling you a bitch or they're calling you uh, a loser or they're, they're saying you suck or anything like that, like really, really insulting you or anything like that, boom, screenshot, screenshot, document, document, judge, this is what I'm dealing with. This is somebody who is not co-parenting with me. This is what you have to show the court, all right? The other thing is that a narcissist will try to intimidate you in court. They're going to try to stare you down and make you feel, you know, like insecure and everything like that. They're going to try to instill fear in you. You've got to sit there like a stone, okay? You're not going to be faced by that narcissist. You're going to do what you have to do. This is business, all right? And that's the way you got to look at it when you're divorcing a narcissist. This is with strictly business, okay? Uh, and we're just going to deal with what is in the best interest for the children. Now, when it comes to divorcing um, a narcissist or anybody for with regard to that matter, the thing that you have to keep in mind is this. The children, all right, they are going to be going through a lot and a, a lot a lot of them don't show it, all right? So my recommendation is if you're divorcing or you're separating from a narcissist, get your children into therapy, okay? It, it, it will help them to get out those feelings. Maybe they can't tell you or they can't tell the other parent, but it's very important to get children that are going through something like this into therapy. And it's very important not to fight with the narcissist in front of the children because it's going to upset them. They are in the middle. They love their parents. So even if their par other parent is a toxic parent, it's still their parent. So you want to keep the peace because you want your children to grow up and be, you know, you want them to be, uh, you know, centered. You don't want them to always have that anxiety from all the turmoil that they've been going through, seeing two parents fighting and everything like that. And this is one of the hardest things, okay? 
because when when you got a narcissist that's baiting you and triggering you and not texting you back like for instance whether they're going to come pick up the kids or whether they're going to pay a bill that they should be paying and they don't text you back and you don't know what's going to be or something like this this is how the covert narcissists play games okay you don't know if they're going to do what they're supposed to do because they don't respond or they're sarcastic or something like that you've got to let that let that go and you've got to just worry about okay if they do it fine if they don't document take it to my lawyer or, or file a petition with the court and say that this was not done this is what they should be doing and the thing is you guys when you go to court with this with this narcissist you want your 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 stipulation to be exactly like you want it to be all right as far as visitation financial responsibilities any kind of health insurance coverage and everything like that college tuition all of this you have to think about and get it into that stipulation and this is why you need a good attorney that should advise you of these things okay so remember that also the other thing that i have to tell you when you're going through a divorce with a narcissist you can't kick that narcissist out of the house all right that narcissist unless the judge says that they've got to get out and that's usually because there's police reports on that narcissist or there's a restraining order involved or there's some kind of threat of harm to you or to the children then that's a different story but in general the hardest thing there's a lot of people that are going through a divorce with a narcissist that are living with them till that divorce gets settled and they have to settle over the property and the house and everything like that that's one of the hardest things you could deal with you guys this is why you got to talk to legal counsel about how to um handle this you know because you have to follow the law if you want the law to work in your uh behalf you've got to show that you're doing the right thing and you've got to be ready for the fact that that narcissist is going to throw out every little dirty thing they could throw out to make you look bad okay make you look bad to the court make you look bad to the children make you look bad to families and friends and everybody else but here's what i have to tell you you will get through it okay you will get through it i've known people that have gone through wicked wicked ass divorces and believe it or not they're, now they're co-parenting and they're they're okay not that they're friendly all right but they're able to co-parent it took many years to get to that point okay so there is a light at the end of the tunnel you will get you know it will become more peaceful as you both live your life and everything the initial is rough you know the initial first couple of years trying to get into a pattern of how you're going to co-parent with that person that could be difficult until you know you get into that pattern and then and then it kind of works itself out later on and you know you've got to be strong internally and you've got to say to yourself you know what it's tough i'm going through a low point i don't know what's going to happen as far as everything but i do know i don't want to throw my life down the tubes with somebody that's going to make me unhappy somebody who's going to lie to me somebody who's toxic somebody who can't speak the truth and gaslights me i'm going to have peace okay i'm gonna have peace all right 
I'm going to walk into my home and I'm going to have peace and I'm not going to deal with a miserable narcissist. And the other thing too, I have to tell you guys too, is a lot of people stay married um, for the sake of the children. But what you have to keep in consideration of that is if you're in a very unhappy home or there's violence or there's fighting all the time, you're hurting the children, okay? You're hurting the children. It's better to separate and have a peaceful home than to be together and have a cold, fighting, miserable home. So the thing is, you've got to think about your children. What is going to give your children peace, all right? You want your children to have peace. You want them to grow up and and, and be, you know even keeled and stuff like that. You don't want them to grow up because they grew up in this toxic household because of the narcissist and everything like that with anxiety and depression and all of those things. I mean, sometimes you could do everything that you can do and that will still happen, all right? Children are affected by it. But if you show your ch child plenty of love, let them know that you're there for them and everything like that, they will be okay and try to get them into therapy, all right? And understand this, covert narcissists will try to pay you back in passive aggressive manners. They'll show up late. They'll, you know, they'll make up lies about you to other people. They'll try to use other people to be on their side, to gang up on you and isolate you and make you feel alone. You've got to stand strong and say, you know what? I'll get through this. I will get through this. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I will get through this, but what, what you should do is focus in, you focus in day to day what you have to do. Okay, this is what I have to do. I've got to line all this up. This is what I have to do in a week. This is what I have to do in a month. And, and you cover yourself, cover your ass in doing everything that you could do so that nobody can come back and say that you're not doing the right thing and that they could use it against you in court, okay? It's like a lot of times I have parents come to me and they say, well, they're holding back, you know, the children from me being able to see them or something like that. So my answer to that is, where's your attorney, okay? Do you have a good attorney that's representing you? Because they don't have a legal right of holding you back from seeing your children unless... There is some kind of threat involved for those children unless you are a drug addict, uh, you know, or an alcoholic and you are a threat to those children. But if you're not any of those kinds of things and you don't have a, a bunch of police reports on you, you most definitely have rights to see your children and you need good legal counsel and you need to bring it to court, okay? You got to fight for your right, you guys, all right? Don't let these people walk all over you. That's one of the things I have to tell you. Know the law, know your rights. And if you have a problem with a judge, you take that up as well. And, and you know, you could bring up another uh, 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 thing to the court if something doesn't go right. You could appeal something, all right? So the point is this. The point is this, okay? It's an ugly, ugly thing when you get divorced from a narcissist, but you will get through it. See... I have a lot of people that are on my social media that talk about the narcissists and, you know, they start their lives over and everything and you can heal and you can start over. There's so many people that were in narcissistic relationships and they start over. They, they get married to somebody else. It may not happen right away. It could happen a couple of years down the line or something like that. 
And then I have to give you the reality of it. There's some people that are left with a mess from the narcissist. And what does that mean? Sometimes when you've been in a relationship or married to a narcissist, they can leave you in a mess. And that means, for instance, let's say that you have children that are, you know, special needs kids and you're going to be doing everything for those children and it's going to be tough for you because when you have a special needs child or you have issues with children, you know, it's going to be 10 times greater responsibility on you. You're going to have more responsibility on you because that narcissist is going to abandon the kids. Okay, period, dot, end of story. That is the truth. So you got to be a strong individual and you got to be there for your kids, even if the narcissist sucks, which a lot of them do, and they don't want to do the hard work, okay? So you've got to be there for that kid because you love your children, all right? And the other thing is a narcissist can leave you in a financial mess, all right? You could divorce the narcissist and now you have no money, because the narcissist is controlling you with money or something like that, you've got to be able to pick up the pieces and know what you're going to do and know how you're going to support yourself and have a support system of either friends, family, or a support group or something like that. You've got to be innovative and you've got to network. And the thing is, before you go through the divorce, you should have a plan how you're going to go about it. How, where am I going to live? How am I going to support myself? How am I going to raise my children? Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, be able to be as free as I was when I was married sometimes because there's another person to pick up the slack, even if it's a crappy narcissist. You know, you can like run to the store or whatever because the narcissist is in the house. But when, you know, you divorce somebody, a narcissist or anybody else, you've got to be 100% on if you're the custodial parent, Okay. So I hope that helps you guys. You will get through it. The way you got to look at it is like this. You got to think about your whole life, all right? Don't just look at now. You got to look at your whole life. Where do you want to be in life? If you want to live in peace, you don't throw your life away trying to make it work with a narcissist who won't change. You've got to take the risk. You've got to go through hell before you get to heaven and you got to ride that wave till you get out of that toxicity and and live your life whether you're with somebody or you're not with somebody but live your life in peace okay it's about having your peace and whatever the narcissist wants to throw out you know your rights and what they can and can't do okay you can't control whether a narcissist will come take their kids courts don't do anything with regard to that from what i understand all right so but they can enforce financial obligation upon, upon the narcissist if they're obligated. And that's why your court stipulation has to be specified specifically uh, what needs to be, you know, put down for the child's needs. Get it in black and white and documented so that it can be enforced if that narcissist tries to play their games. All right. You don't play games. You take them right to court and you, you, you petition that court and say, this was not done. This was not done. This is in the stipulation. They are, they are responsible and they're liable for this. Okay. That's why you need to document you guys. All right. I'm telling you, I'm speaking from experience. 
I was in court over three years, so I know how it goes, all right? And I will tell you that they will try everything. That's why cover your ass and you will be okay, all right? I hope that helps you guys. And if it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share, share, share the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at The Game EXP 123 and also on Instagram the game EXP one, two, three. Okay. And have a great day.